Hello, and welcome to the Christchurch Fox Chapel podcast. Hello. The fastest growing conservative evangelical charismatic Anglican podcast in the entire Fox Chapel area. Uh, uh. <laughs> Sorry, I had to turn that up. I didn't want to leave you hanging. Thanks. Fade them out and leave you hanging. I'm joined today by my wife, who, well, we were joined in holy matrimony. Mm-hmm. Nearly 15 years ago. Nearly. But you, the listener, are joined by us, the married couple. Hello. Hello. Who will read for us? And welcome. Who will read for us? So the reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And uh, we're looking in this series on membership, at the, this criteria. We've taken some standard bylaws that every Anglican church in America has um, that are ill-defined and uh, talk about, uh, I think you, you're a member of someone who, who, who attends regularly and gives regularly, and what on earth does that mean? And the vestry has, has put some flesh on, that bone, on the bones of that skeleton uh, and said it's three C's, very Anglican, commits, connects, and contributes. Uh, a member is someone who commits to uh, the Lordship of Christ. They like Jesus. Uh, they, they connect to one another and uh, they contribute to the life of the church here. So we're looking at Connect this week, and uh, Ben Hughes is preaching on it. And the lead passage, he's got two really key ones, but the lead passage is from uh, 1 Corinthians 12. And uh, me? Yeah, yeah, sure, Annie, go ahead. Okay, I'd rather not. So it's uh, beginning in verse 12. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing if the whole body were an ear where would be the sense of smell but as it is God arranged the members of the body each one of them as he chose as if all were a single member where would the body be as it is there are many parts yet one body this is the word of the Lord thanks be to God do I say that yeah you do we we say that thank you guys so uh Paul is addressing a church that has a, a, a lot of baggage around spiritual and physical things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got characters saying, right, well, I'm spiritual now, so what I do with my body doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Another character saying, oh, well, if I'm going to be really spiritual, then, then I need to make my body perfect, and I need to kind of control every aspect of my flesh and, and make God love me because, uh, you know, he can't love this, this mess of a meat puppet that I am. Mm-hmm. And, and Paul is, is, is saying, well, that's a heresy, that's wrong. And actually, you know, matter matters, our bodies do matter, but God redeems it all. You can't separate the spirit and the flesh. Mm-hmm. That's the background. And then he starts playing with all this body stuff. Right. In a church that has a second problem, and that's conflict. Mm-hmm. Right? They, um, they're always falling out with each other. And so, or, or looking down on each other and saying, well, look, I'm important and you're not. Right. Or... You know, well, I'm special in this church because mm-hmm. I'm rich or I have the right racial pedigree or mm-hmm. uh, I have the right um, kind of gifting or, or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of 
looking down on people. And I wonder if, like, it would be, uh, I would love, again, to just fully be able to observe the ins and outs of, of this church. Because, mm. you know, he says, <clears throat> if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body. And if the ear should say, so it's, it's the part talking to itself, kind of talking itself out of um, being useful. Mm. And I know that that's a, like, you know, that's a really easy thing to fall into. Well, I'm not, I'm not as gifted as uh, Kirsten at singing, so yeah. I don't really contribute anything. I can't, I can't sing, I can't preach, I right. can't do any of the upfront stuff. Right. And so it doesn't matter if I'm not there. Right. Whereas, you know, if someone's relying on you yeah. to lead or be in a leadership position or teach swag or you, you're compelled to be there. It's like an accountability thing, but it's also like, okay, I have a use, and I have to show up. Yeah, I think it's a very performative and um, kind of passive view of church, isn't it? It says, well, look, I, I can't do a thing in the, 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 uh, the 22 and a half square feet of the chancel, which right. I measured this week. Right. And therefore, because I can't do anything in that square, then, then I've got nothing to offer. Right, and because our feelings are, are untrustworthy, right? right? Our heart and our feelings are not what we want to rely on, um, which is why God's given us his word and said, this is the truth, mm -hmm. not what you're feeling from day to day, which varies depending on if you've had your morning cup of coffee or mm -hmm. if you've been in an argument or if you've right. had a bad night. Yeah. Um, our feelings can dictate from, from week to week how useful we think we are. Mm. So, yeah. That's not what defines us. And God, I think, is yeah. saying in this, in this word, yeah. you are defined as what I say you're defined as. And that is a very essential part of the body. Whether you show up, sit in a pew, talk to one person, that could change that person's whole day. Well, like one of the things we were looking at as a vestry on this thing, and I think it, it might partly come from you, love, was that, that connecting means that sometimes you're here to receive. Right. And so this isn't, this isn't just about only, you know, what can I do here? Right. But part, of, part of what you do here sometimes is to get help. Right, because uh, you're, giving the, you're giving others the opportunity yeah. to step yeah. into their gifting. Right. And we can't all be 100% gifted every single week because then nobody would need service. Right. And then what are we doing here? What are we even doing here right. if we're all fully, fully competent, capable people? Mm -hmm. What, where, do we, where do we find need? And where do we give someone right. the chance to come in alongside us and minister out of their experiences, out of their brokenness, mm. and see God be glorified through the, yeah. the hard things that we have been through? Yeah, we sometimes talk about that kind of toxic pastor who thinks that they only, you know, they're, they're the be-all and end-all. Right. right. It's all about me. Yeah. And, you know, we need to be, cultivating this idea as well yeah that where do we go me and you mm -hmm. when we need help yeah the church right. yeah i hope we go to our body we go to our body we're just an our, ear or an eye our church family yeah yeah absolutely so that's that's part of the thing that's that we're seeking to cultivate with connection which is is very different from consumption yes right right so you know the regular attender thing it is is great in the in the old bylaws, but it, it's silent as to what you're actually doing there. Right. And the connection thing is far more about that interplay between people. 
Yeah. That I've got a gift, I'm going to use it, um, but I've got a need and I'm going to find that need met here. Right. And it's going to be interactive. And so often what we think is, is so detrimental because we think, oh, I have a need. I can't go to church. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to just stay home in bed right. alone and isolated. Right. And, and I'll pray, of course, but um, I don't want to go and be vulnerable in, in front of the church because mm. you have to have all your stuff together before you come to church, right. where it's like the yeah. opposite. You have to be willing to come and bring all of your junk and not be isolated and let... You know, it, it says in verse 18, mm -hmm. I love it how, how it, says, it repeats it, as it is, like, as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. Yeah. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. And so mm. refusing to come to church or just not feeling like coming to church because you feel like you're low, you don't have it together. Right you're robbing somebody, you're, you're robbing a body part from, mm. from functioning fully. Yeah. And, and just not coming to church ever or right. majority of the time, you're robbing other people of your giftings. Yeah. Whether you feel you're gifted or not, it doesn't matter because God says, I choose. You don't get to choose what your, what your functionality is. Right. I get to choose that and I choose it according to the needs in the body. Right. So you walk in the door and someone might need exactly what you have to offer, even if that is a two-minute yeah. conversation in the narthex or yeah. a two-minute prayer in secret. Yeah. Um, just a listening ear. Right, because I think what what's, some people are saying, well, I guess I don't belong here then because I can't do this thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think specifically there was this, one of the things there was that the showy gift, we're making the people who are quietly gifted feel less. Oh yeah, it always does. Like right. that's how it is in life. So that's how it is. That's our hum human mm -hmm. selves, right? That's yeah. why we have to put off the old self. It's a, it's a doing, you know, Ephesians 4. Put off the old self, which mm -hmm. is deceitful. All sorts of deceptive ways. You have yeah. to put on the new self, which is becoming more Christ-like, walking in him, becoming more like him. Mm. And if we're not, Becoming more like him yeah. over the course of years, even if we're in church every day and we're, our knowledge is out the roof, yeah. something's very, very wrong. And I guess if the, if the body doesn't miss you, there's something wrong. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. the, the danger is that it's, it's easy uh, to become um, more like a, uh, like a shoe mm -hmm. in a foot. Yeah. And that shoe, it goes all the same ways. It goes all the same places as the, the foot. It kind of protects the foot. And right. It looks nice. And mm -hmm. actually, you don't see the foot. You see the shoe. And there's lots of good things. Right. But that shoe wears out and gets thrown away because it's a shoe. It's not connected to the body. Mm -hmm. And you don't go to hospital if your shoe gets damaged. Right. And yeah. It, and I think that people can miss you because you're not there. Mm -hmm. Or not miss you because <laughs> you're not there. <laughs> oh, that's the yeah. Or... There's the other danger of the, the body doesn't miss you because you're so afraid to step out and to do your work that God chose you to do, mm. that you, you shrink back into the recesses of the church. You're just, you're there and someone right. has a need, but you're like, oh, I can't, I'm not equipped to do, I'm not I, Alex, I I'm not Ben, I'm yeah. not Ben, I'm not, you know, I'm yeah. not Robert, I can't, I, I'm not equipped for this. 
But Jesus says, I will equip you for all the things that yeah. I, se I send you out to do. We actually thought about, I mean, you know, it's one of the, one of the ideas that didn't get any further than, hey, wouldn't it be funny if? Mm -hmm. But we actually thought about just swapping everyone around, like on the, on the team. Yeah. And having, you know, me play the organ and have Robert uh, Preach. produce the bulletins. Oh, yeah. And like have Bridget in the pulpit and just, yeah. and just do that and see what happens. Because I tell you what would happen all of those things would be fairly bad. Yeah. Um, and it would be, it would be really quite obvious mm -hmm. that people were doing the wrong thing. Right, right. Yeah. And so that, but there's that omnicompetent thing again, you know, you can only, you can only be at the front if you're literally brilliant at everything. Right. And that's not this. No, but, which is why I, like, I right. preached when I did, because I know that's not. Still the most popular podcast I checked this week. And that's not because of my gifting. I'm well, not a preacher. Uh, well, you are, but, but I was trying to demonstrate. Well, they weren't like, tuning in to hear a car crash. <laughs> well, they might have been. <laughs> <laughs> that makes better, better news than, you Grumpy know. About Grace is the most popular sermon <laughs> in the history of the Christ Church podcast. I don't know that that's true. It anyway. Is true. No, it is true. By five. By five. It's the most popular. Anyway, but I, you know, everybody yeah. has an opportunity to be used by God. Mm -hmm. It's just whether we are going to step into that. And it's scary. Yeah, it is. And then he, and he says, uh, I, I can't see it now, because uh, I ended the reading a little bit early. Oh, but, yeah. Um, I wondered about that. Well, I just, because it's quite long. Mm -hmm. But uh, he says something like, you know, imagine if you were all just one thing. Oh, yeah. And I think it's in the, the message, I say version, but the message Bible, which is a, a much more loose um, interpretation and translation all yes, in one, yeah. uh, but fun, modern kind of reading. It just says, you know, imagine if the church was just one great big uni gigantic eyeball. Right. Like Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc. Right. Just a huge lidless eye. Yeah. And, and that would be a monster, he says. Mm -hmm. that, would, that wouldn't be a body, it would be a monster. Yeah. And Eugene Peterson, genius that he is, wrote that yeah. before Monsters, Inc. Right. Mike is literally a monster. Right. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, and then I don't know how far it goes. Well, but it, it goes 26. Yeah, Ben's going down to 27. Oh, actually. great. Yeah. So, because I love where it goes. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker or indispensable, uh, and mm -hmm. on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we, just, we bestow the greater honor. Our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which mm -hmm. our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. Mm. If one suffers, all suffer together. And I think that comes as a result of being the body. You know, if one right. member is honored, all rejoice together. There's not, mm -hmm. if you're really doing what you are called to do for really being a body, when one person has a difficulty, everything, everyone right. feels that. In the same way that if you break your foot, that has a whole impact whole on impact you, the person. On, yeah, right. right. Just like when, you know, Robert and Tammy went through a really difficult season with his heart. Yeah. And the whole body was visibly upset about, like, everybody. Shaken. The hand went to the, the point of pain. Right. Right, like it always it. does. You yeah. hurt and your hand goes to it. You hit your knee, your hand goes to your knee. Yeah, it does, yeah. And I think... When we see that, we can know we're doing yeah. a good job of being the body. 
And then Paul says, now you are the body of Christ, which is, you know, in week one, we looked at at, at being in Christ, or in Mm -hmm. week week two, actually, we looked at being in Christ and we looked at um, our submission to the Lordship of Christ. Mm -hmm. And here we see we're actually part of the body of Christ, where we're members of Christ himself, Christ the head of this thing. Yeah, because if we're in Christ, we have the Holy Spirit dwelling and working in us. And so we are each bringing a, a part of that to church to bring mm. one massive flame of fire, you know, yeah. to light up the hill because we want Christ to be glorified. And the more we come together, the more we operate out of love for one another, the more we are that. Mm. No, that's true. That's really great. Is that is that the walking crescendo, or can we do more? No, I think we can do more. Oh. I mean, I think... This was a pre-crescendo. The right. pre-crescendo. Right. I mean, I think the, the, the whole so what about this. Right. Right. So, so what? So what about this passage? Yeah. Is show up. So what? Show up. Show up. Because you may not feel like it. Mm-hmm. You may feel um, like you're less than. You may feel too proud. You may feel mm. whatever. Mm. But... Every body in this body needs everybody. Yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> you have to get, get here, be here, whether you feel, and sometimes, of course, like you just, you know, you can't make it, but fight that urge to live in that old person, the person that is deceitful, that has a heart of deceit, and we have to put on that new self and trust in the word of God that says you are an essential part of this body of believers, get there because I have something for you to do. Yeah. And it may not be every week, but you have to be there every week to find out. Like. Oh, well, that's true. And you can yeah. always receive as well. Like it's just, right. just receiving his word. Because you can't really predict with, with the Holy Spirit what the Sunday gathering is going to look like. Right. And, you know, or even what 9 and 11 will look like. And, and I guess I've had this experience several times. Here and in my previous church, our previous church, where we had, you know, seven services, mm-hmm. you could you could have this thing that was amazing yeah. and like powerful, and I was in tears, and people were coming forward, and someone gave their life to Christ, and there was this thing right. went on, whatever mm-hmm. it was, or just a worship moment, or a repentance right. moment, or some really great thing. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, mm-hmm. obviously that's what the reading is about, and what 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 the liturgy is about this week, and it's what the, what's going on. You get to the next service an hour or two later. Right. And, and then as a service leader, I'm thinking, okay, well, it's about to happen. Here we go, yeah. And I try and force it, and, and, and it just is rubbish. Mm-hmm. And you just can't know even, even from uh, service, service, to to service to service. It's not just specifically about the form of words in, or the music or whatever. No, it's about the, the, uh, the, the moment and the opportunity that yeah. we give the Holy Spirit. Right. And I, you know, I think about the, that Saturday service where like what four people showed up oh yeah yeah and you and instead of giving a sermon from the front you had a bible study yeah and that was like i've talked to people that is one of the most like cherished experiences they've had is and it was really powerful Mm. as well and if you just came in and looked from the outside you're like ooh, four people right but actually that's really powerful and great. so, yeah, so great. It was great. But you have to give opportunities. So you have to be here 
to lend yourself yeah. and to open yourself up to the help of others. And you have to humble yourself. And, and that's what he calls us to do. So the next little bit that flows from that, I think, and it's, it's um, you know, the vestry's getting there with the, with the language on, on both um, connect and contribute, mm -hmm. is, is that ultimately we, we need to move away from this idea that church happens for one hour on a Sunday morning in this room. Right. Where we are right now recording. Mm -hmm. it, and, and in fact, actually, is... Because we, because we're the body of Christ and that is the church right. is where where the body is yeah so it's at home and it's at work and mm -hmm. it's with neighbours mm -hmm. and when when we as believers members of the body of Christ invite a non-believer into our home yeah. or we take them out for coffee mm -hmm. they've engaged with the church yeah and not expecting it right in a far more disarming context than for example. Please come with me at 11 a.m. on Sunday. Right, come to a, a building you're not familiar with right. when you're not really in a place to do it. Like, it's come to my house or let's go out, let's have some dinner and let's just chat. And, right. and that, is the, that is the body of Christ. And also, again, going back to the point of if you've had an interaction with someone at church and they've just said an offhanded thing that impacted you, you then use that mm -hmm. with your neighbor or your, fr mm -hmm. your non-believing friend that that's the body at work yeah. right and you you want to oh i need to text so and so and tell them that that thing they said was real you never do so they never know yeah and so never underestimate the power of the holy spirit at work in you especially when you commit to connecting with the body yeah that's right the um the losietis weren't ready for you and there's no spider today I was really worried that there would be another spider. <laughs> what? Yeah. So. Why is there no spider? I don't know. Thankfully, maybe it's I've shaken off the spider oh, curse. Oh, here they are. Hey, guys. You can never, you can never predict with the Losietis when they're going to show up. Like the Holy so, Spirit. So you just have to have Losietis on a loop at all times. At all times. Yeah. This has been a podcast of Christchurch Fox Chapel. We're very glad that you joined us. And we'll see you soon.